For another episode of Sweet Gravy, and we have, uh, we're continuing the trend with bringing back some of our audio guests, and we have with us Alex Ballin. Hello, buddy. What's going on? What's up, y'all? Good to see you. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah, it's pretty cool. We got the video up now, so we're able to do the whole guesting, which is nice. Yeah. Not Love. to share my unfortunate figure with y'all <laughs> no you look good man uh, uh right. you 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 always had a, a nice beard okay so um grow- <laughs> look who's talking man <laughs> <laughs> no i i respect your beard um <laughs> you know it's respectable oh, you know i know what that means i'll, I'll, I'll look at good. it i'll look that's at okay. it i'll be like you know that's a, he got he got he working what he working with you know <laughs> he ain't ashamed of it um so what what's the deal uh, you, your siblings, right? They're all gingies. No, one is. One is. Do you mm-hmm. feel there, are, there ain't gonna be a whole family of gingies and then one <laughs> kid you, with black hair? Are you happy that you won the genetic lottery? <laughs> uh-huh. um, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, so I'm I'm not blonde. Uh, my sister's dirty blonde, and my brother's a ginger. Right, has a very similar setup to uh what you got going on now uh-huh. uh oh thank you yeah i look just like my pops Owen, uh-huh. when he was a younger man um and then the other two look like other people so. <laughs> right that's funny would you would you say um looking at the screen looking at kirk would you put mm-hmm. him almost in like a ginger category well i mean you got a lot of red. Now you knew me when I had a little bit more hair on the top of my head. So yeah, like was, you know that it's I like blonde, have, strawberry blonde. But I'm the last person you want to ask about pigments <laughs> of anything. I I <laughs> I don't understand how colors work. You're like, semi color. My brother blind, has yes? this sweater he's been wearing for like eight years or something, and I found out last week it's not orange. <laughs> You're like, I, is this dress this, i didn't know i really want to buy this purple this blue gold dress and people are like that's white and gray remember the the dress scenario yeah i do <laughs> okay legit and, i thought it was green i and, did i didn't understand all the colorblind like, people oh, were like really wrong all right cool all the colorblind people were like this is how i live my life every day <laughs> you internet people. just about yeah yeah i was really confused that's funny. You don't. It's one of those things that you take for granted because I'm not colorblind, so I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. I guess, but yeah, that would suck looking at a color and not knowing what color it is. Yeah, it it only sucks when you learn that you're wrong. Like if I just keep it to myself that I don't know what we're looking at. Like nobody's aware that I don't know what's going on. But we had a um for the the work I do. We had a training seminar when we used to be able to be near humans. Uh, and it, Hello, the, the thing was, you it's a word. It's the, the word is a color, and it's in a a color of a different... Okay, this is a... If it says the word red, but the right. word red is blue text, right. so you have to say there's a whole wall of them, and you have to say what the, the color of the word is. Uh-huh. So instead of saying red, you would say blue. And I was like, okay, cool. I can play this game. That's fine. The first one is uh, the word orange, but it's in green uh, font or green ink, whatever right. the shit is. Uh, <laughs> and my voice doesn't like hide in a crowd. So everybody goes green and yeah. you just hear me go, hello. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I mean, yellow is in green, right? Yeah. So, so I, I, mean, don't, <laughs> I don't know. In the color wheel, like uh, green is blue and yellow combined. So yeah, you're I, halfway I there. You. <laughs> you're I halfway there, you. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The older I get, the more I just am okay with just not understanding how it works. It's <laughs> okay. So I'm glad that I'm glad that they don't move around the traffic light orders. Yeah. Because I'd be fucked. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
traffic traffic lights we we just have this um traffic light we talk about it all the time there's a traffic light just uh, <laughs> around our house and uh they just finally turned it on so it's actually a functioning traffic light yeah, and Carmen and I. It used to be a stop sign, so whenever you would cross the street at that light, uh, you would just walk across the street because everybody you have the right of way. You're the pedestrian, and right. you just walk. And then Carmen and I were going to uh, walk across the street, and then I, I grab her, and I was like, "Oh no, we can't just walk across." <laughs> it's like <laughs> there's a there's a, a walking man and a hand that says that we, we can walk or not walk and then, like we we like stop and then there's a driver man and he looks at us and he he says it's okay guys everybody's running the light nobody's following the stoplight as a, they're still using it as a, a stop sign because that's what they're so used to it's been there for years right yeah like it's it's a weird thing they just put a stop light up in an area <laughs> where people are used to navigating and just uh, yielding or whatever it is, and now is like, no one knows how to use it. There's people still <laughs> pulling out the parking lot and just turning. I'm like, well, the light's red, but well, she don't care. That no, it's crazy. I hope nobody gets hurt. Yeah, like, so, someone's gonna get hurt at that intersection because not many people even know that it's there, and they keep running. It's just a mess. It's one of those things where, like, city planning, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, we, we, you know, people will always, like, run across the street. I know the guy that owns the grocery store that's um, right next to there, he used to put cones out, like, illegal cones uh, <laughs> to, to stop people from driving so fast through there because there is a crosswalk mm. and you're supposed to hit the button and the lights oh, flash right. and you go across. And then, okay. like, he's like, oh, these people are getting hit and they're trying to go to his business to give him money. So he's like, I'm going to put cones out. Oh, no, he's so <laughs> I got to save their lives so I can get their money. That's right. Yeah, the way he did it, too, was so smart. He, like, blocked off half of the street to where you only could drive on, like, one, like a certain part (laughs) of it. Like, yeah, so y'all going to slow down because the cones are there. What are you going to do, run over them? So he he was kind of smart the way he did it. (laughs) It's like training wheels for civility. That's right. Like, okay, once you understand, like, you get used to slowing down because of these cones, I can remove them, and you look at the light. Okay, now we're all... Now we all understand what to do. Yeah. <laughs> so explain to us these uh, guitars back there. Can you give us a rundown of what each of them are? Can you? Sure. W- they um, they go so, from like size. Are they loud? Yeah, that's. Oh, they, they don't. Are they they don't go quiet? like. They don't descend in volume. <laughs> um, so the. No, they don't. I was just like think. Do they? No. Uh, this is a Yamaha RGX82. It's like a semi hollow body kind of. Kinda. Um, it's not a very good guitar, but it's a very fun guitar. It's weird as shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you when you plug in the jack, there's an LED light that lights up around the tone knob and tells you if you're using the front pickups, the back pickups, or or it's split. And it's like super light. It's like five pounds. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Then it's a um, I forget which year reissue, but this is uh, a Fender Telecaster. Um, it's really nice. The electronics been redone. It's really sweet. Um, this is some Yamaha acoustic guitar I got in a trade for a computer part. Cool. Nice. Uh, this is my Did you Martin trade them a, D- a graphics card for some Bitcoin no, mining? No, nothing or what? that valuable. Uh, <laughs> a, a Wi-Fi card. He, oh, he moved okay. to the dorms on campus. He didn't have a way to connect to Wi-Fi. And I'm like, I got an extra card. He's like, yeah. oh, okay. What do you want for it? I look around the room like, I'll take that. That's that right. Oh my yeah. god! He fucking traded you a guitar for a Wi-Fi card. It's just better ways to get one than to do that. I don't understand. That's well, crazy. yeah, but he didn't have to spend money, and he had another guitar, and so I just got to take one. Right. Win-win. That's, yeah. Win-win. That's awesome. That's a great trade. Yeah, there have been worse ones. Like speaking of which, um, <laughs> <laughs> so I bought this one. This is a Martin D twenty-eight. Uh, uh, when I lived on the island with you, bud, this is the one I was I was living with. Mm-hmm. Um, also, wait, I had an electric guitar. I think I was, yeah, I was playing this one there, the white one. Uh, and then this is like my really shitty guitar. Uh, this is an ovation that is just like, uh, I've lent it out to so many people. They've taken it to the beach. Like, it's just the fact that it's, it's still got a lot of love due to it being. Yeah. Love is a word. Uh, it, it's 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 been through some 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 times. Uh, so and then you can't see it, but to the left of that is my um, Fender Jazz Bass uh, 
made in Japan. It's a really, really nerdy base. And then this is the new, the new toy that I love a lot. Uh, it's my Gretsch. It's a full hollow body. It's got a really pretty green color to it. Yeah, I like the hues. Mm -hmm. It's real nice. Um, that's what I play when I get too stressed out doing the other things I have to do. Mm -hmm. and I have to put it back. Good to just kind of put put some energy into something and let it let it all out of you and just feel good. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, it's I got a I got like a mini um, audio in thing for my computer so I can record stuff if I come up with something that doesn't suck. Nice. Or if it does, you got it anyway, right? Yeah. Now it's taking <laughs> up digital space. Are your as opposed to physical space? Are your guitars? Uh, is it just something that's for fun, or do you do you do shows or open mics or anything? Uh yeah. It's 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 mostly fun. Uh, I thought I might be able to do this for a little more than fun. I don't think that's true anymore. Um, but it's, I mean, I've always been like a music nerd. Uh, I started my first thing I ever like dedicated myself to was getting really good at jazz saxophone and oh, cool. that spread out into other instruments. And these are just way easier to collect than saxophones. Like yeah. <laughs> this guitar, this, this white one's like 200, $300 yeah. new, uh, a new saxophone, like worth playing $1,500 probably. Jesus. So a lot of like, I could buy many, like many guitars with one saxophone. I, uh... um, when I was a, a young lad, I played the saxophone in, in the band. I was oh, uh, sweet. I was an alto sax man, and it was a beautiful mm -hmm. sax. It was the 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 brass, and then like the uh, the little like guards on the uh, the little on these. You know, okay, so you got these guys, the, mm -hmm. and then the guard, and then the swoop over, right? And uh, that little swoop and the the oh, damn boy, he about to pull plugs. out. He's he gonna to pull, pull out, out a damn saxophone. And the the plugs were all like silver oh man it looks so cool and i think by the time i wanted to quit my parents actually just paid. yeah there you go so you're talking about the yeah. the guards here yeah yeah right there yeah yeah where you yeah. yeah that thing was like silver oh it was beautiful and i think by the time <laughs> i was done playing the saxophone and i told my parents hey i don't want to play the saxophone anymore i would rather do sports i think they just paid it off <laughs> oh buddy <laughs> not that you understand those things when you're that young but yeah yeah that's why you uh, can't buy kids expensive shit because they just don't need it well you you think like when i well i don't have a, a child i none of us here do i don't think and uh not that i'm aware <laughs> so like we don't we don't know but you're supposed to culture your child you're supposed to teach them the fine things of like music and stuff like that and you know that's what they're trying to do and then finally i'm like oh you know i'd rather play football and hit my head a, a, a little more than <laughs> yeah. the finer arts. Well, they have yeah. like, a, you could go to Fisher Price route first. They got little guitars. You get good on that, then I buy your ass a nice one. David Bowie's first saxophone was plastic. Yeah, that's what I'm little saying. FYI. You go with the plastic one first. <laughs> Once you get good on that plastic one, then you graduate to a bigger one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, hey, well, you know, I was the only person in band that had a plastic saxophone, so I ain't sweating it. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, I think that that's uh, interesting. A... Go ahead. I think that's interesting. When you're younger, you're into all these different things, but you grow out of them so quickly. And think about the amount of money being spent on like, um, what what would you call children? It? Yeah, on children. <laughs> I would call them children. <laughs> on children, but I mean like the idea of like, oh, they might be good at this. Like, let me put my energy and time into that because it's it's a uh, unrefined. Uh, a creature like you you don't know what it is uh, yet. unrefined like, creature well, yeah i mean That's i would right. say that yeah we're i call i call them pre-people yeah pre-people like yeah. yeah they're not yet people they're mm -hmm. they're learning what being a person might entail and uh someday they will be themselves but right. until then they're pre-people pre-people <laughs> i think that that's mm -hmm. fair yeah, I, right? I, I, yeah, I like it. The three people, you like, know, I, they're learning like the, how. To... If you were to try to draw a straight line from who I, the, the human I attempted to be at like ten years old to now, right? That just I, I, I don't, I wouldn't be. I, I walked that line. I wouldn't be able to draw it. Like I don't right. know what fucking happened. Um, but <laughs> right, yeah. You, uh, you I made... just wanted to say one thing before I put this thing away. Okay, I got this in a trade as well. Oh, nice. Uh, 
I had a, a mandolin that I really liked, but I wasn't playing much. And a friend of mine really wanted a mandolin and they had a saxophone they weren't playing much. I'm like, well, I'm much better at saxophone. So I will trade you my mandolin for that saxophone. And that's how I got this one. Nice. Yeah. Lots of fun. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, so I was, when I started playing the saxophone, I was in the fourth grade, maybe the, maybe the fifth grade. And mm -hmm. then all of a sudden, I saw Kenny G and he had the soprano sax. And I said, that looks really cool. That looks like a clarinet, only it's metal. You know, and then I'm like, well, yeah, metal. And I was like, man, I wouldn't mind having a little like soprano sax, even though I wasn't good at the alto, which everybody had at that moment in time. You know, there was, you'd have like one Barry sax, you know, one tenor, you know, maybe two tenors, and then like every, the, just a sea of altos. <laughs> but you know what? Whenever I was in high school, because I played the sax in high school too for one year, um, I never saw the soprano sax, and I was like, that's Kenny G. He's on to something, and also he's got hair, you know, beautiful <laughs> hair. Yeah, maybe if you switched, you would have kept it. Like, you no. never know, right? No, no that's their super independent events. <laughs> we need to do some research There's right now. There's absolutely no correlation between which saxophone you play and how much hair you I'm keep on your calling head. Elon. He needs to research this. Fuck going to space. We're looking up hair right now, okay? Kirk, you got to give it up. <laughs> so Carmen's had, uh, Carmen has had about enough of my hair because I, I've actually, like, I'm growing it out because I'm trying to get, like, a comb-over thing going on. Um so like my my hair is <laughs> actually like no. it's actually like really long so i'm trying to get it like to kind of like comb over um i've got maybe <laughs> a about lot more than that i've like. got no, maybe like six months left i think and but she's just had enough and there's is long hairs and i wear like i wear like a neck gaiter like as a mask scenario and like i'll okay. pull it down and then i'll pull it back up and all these like beard hairs get into my mouth and like uh uh I'm doing a lot of like sacrifice and like uh, feeling a lot of pain growing out my hair this way. Uh, so I think I deserve the comb over, right? Jesus Christ, this is ridiculous. He just <laughs> needs to cut all this shit off. He needs to trim his think, beard up. Everything think, needs to be trimmed. Yeah. I think Carmen deserves that you take care of yourself. <laughs> like that's what thank I'm you. Uh, that's oh, what man. I've been. Telling I never him. thought about it that way. <laughs> he's making he's making me suffer through this fucking joke that he has going on with himself. <laughs> no, but it's to nobody's amusement but my own. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. It's a super selfish, really self. Like on the outside, if I wasn't your friend, I'd be totally for it. Right. But like. Man, you got to take care of the people around you, bro. <laughs> hilarious. He thinks it's funny. He thinks it's hilarious. And I'm like, well, you know what? If you're going to, if that's what you're going to do, then we should go all out. I'm going to fucking get some gel. We're going to brush that shit back into a ponytail. We gonna, if, mm -hmm. if you're going to go all out, then we're going to fucking get crazy. But I can that... almost get the ponytail right now. Like, I, I can pull it back. You see, I don't know what to say about this. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm nearly there. That, yeah. You know? <laughs> that's how i spent most of my days so how do you how, carmen and i were actually having a conversation about uh how um men care for their hair how mm. do you what, what's your daily routine for the the so you're asking for my regimen yeah what do you do yeah yeah um so i'm still exploring uh <laughs> options um i mean i so i didn't ever have to worry about hair health uh, until quarantine, sitting inside and not moving a lot, uh, really screwed with, uh, my scalp, mm -hmm. like all my skin just got really, really dry. And so I started eating dandruff. I'm like, okay, I've never had dandruff and I've spent kind of last year trying to figure out how to balance scalp health with hair health. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, uh, I use this, uh, head and shoulders, but like a really fancy one. They put something they call royal oils into it. Oh, you got the royal oils? <laughs> I don't know what that shit is. Like, what, what it does is it doesn't burn uh -huh. my like hair. Right. So, and it addresses the dandruff. So that's cool. And then I use that like one of them fancy conditioners. Uh, I I leave it in for extra long before I wash it out. Um, I don't put any heat on it. Uh, 
I will like sometimes like twist it or braid it before I put it up when it's wet. So when I take it out, it has some texture. Um, otherwise, I'll just like ponytail it up or. Oh, yeah, he get crazy you get some it. nice flow in there. I like it, man. He gets some texture. I like it, dude. Like, yeah, uh, I'll have to look into it. I mean, well, my whole thing is, I'm telling Kirk. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, it's ridiculous. I'm trying to explain it. You're going to need to go the hairspray route. Like, <laughs> you're going to have to apply heat. Like, you have to make your hair do something. It's not, it's trying not to do. <laughs> it's trying. I don't want to do this yet. Yeah. Just yeah like, if the hair is going, let, let, let me go. Just let I'm me die. I'm a dog whose hips have fused together. <laughs> just like, die. <laughs> like, I'm here for a little bit. Just love me while you can. Yeah, right. I feel like if you had long hair, um, well, I don't know. Maybe I could be wrong, but I feel like a lot of guys have a hard time with hair. They don't they don't wash it properly. They should be washing it all the time. It's oily and greasy, and it's like, what the fuck? You have to actually take care of that hair if you're going to have it. So Yeah, and it doesn't help that, like, a lot of, the, like, the versions of hair we see, like, long guys with long hair – are in like fantasy films and those guys never bathe so they think that like part of long hair is being like greasy and gross stuff yeah i try to listen to other people's advice about like taking my care of my hair and like oh let's wash it every other day i'm like okay so i tried that for a while and that was a mistake no like, that's not what my that's not what my head wants to do <laughs> i need to keep it clean every day right yeah but you got to listen and experiment and try to figure out what's up uh when it's safe to see strangers i'm gonna go to my sister's hairstylist uh, is the move, and uh, I'm going to pay her an inordinate amount of money to talk to me about shampoos and conditioners and mm-hmm. care routines and uh, cut the cut the dying bits off and style it. But we'll awesome. See. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. You gotta you gotta give us an update whenever that happens, man. Like <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's lots of things will be happening at that time because it'll be safe oh yeah so i mean there's just gonna be like a huge boom of especially i think in los angeles of just like people like going out and being like oh we gotta get it in now right now right now right while it's open yeah Yeah, like we get Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think uh carmen uh, was telling me the other day she's like the fear of this happening again she was like yeah things are gonna open back up and then we're gonna have like a couple months and then six months later it's gonna be down again and like that oh i'd be i would be a hundred percent like uh dumbfounded if it lasted six months i i think it's two three months at most two two three months and then we're mm-hmm. back to what we're at now like some yeah oh i, I, I agree at, back to like what we were last summer oh you think it's gonna be that bad yeah oh, um okay. the immunization shots are uh so the johnson and johnson one is 70 percent effective right uh, because it's a one-time dose. The mm-hmm. other ones that have the the boost, those are the ones that get you to 99.5% immunity. However, that immunity lasts for up to, on average, three months. Right. So after that time, you have to go re- get re-upped. I don't think most people know that. Mm-hmm. I think most people think that once they get their second shot, they're good. So they're just going to live their life after their second shot. And then month three rolls around, right. and they're going to get sick. That's true. Terrifying. You know, the thing is, like, you the way that you say that is um uh people don't realize that and yet every year people are taking flu vaccines. Like like why wouldn't you know what I mean? Like why why wouldn't you think that it's the same thing? (laughs) Like well like what's different? Like (laughs) I I mean I am not at all an expert in any of these fields. Um but my understanding is the flu shot, the reason that we get a new one every year is that the the it mutates, it mutates so every yeah, year, it's mutates, and so, so you it's need different. new yeah. antibodies. Right. Um, with COVID nineteen, like I know that there have been mutations, so that that just means that the disease is going to continue to mutate over our the course of our uh, species. The, the rest of uh, us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For the yeah. course of the rest no, of us, <laughs> it's not eliminate. I don't. I'd like. I think it's not going to be something we eliminate. Right. Yeah. I think it's something we contain. Like like the plague's not gone. Right. Sure. Yeah. The, the plague happened in Los Angeles a couple of years ago again. That's right. Like, yeah. um, my mom got some, you know, medieval disease from riding public transit a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't remember what it was. I was like, 
That's a storybook disease. Scar- That's not Scarlet real. fever? Or like- <laughs> or something like that. It was something ridiculous. Yeah, right. I was like, Mom, how'd you go back 300 years to get sick? Yeah, what'd you do, Mom? Yeah, I mean, yeah. but there has to be some type of... I mean, what's the solution? Are we just going to... Uh, well, the biggest problem is the ho- the hospitals being overwhelmed because yes. so many patients. That's like the biggest thing, and I think that's how they're kind of gauging everything. But what is the solution? You gonna put everybody back in the house again? Our economy is fucking stressed out. It's like it's a mess. So I don't know. Uh, they said what eleven states now have lifted the um, mass mandate as well as the uh, capacity limits. Mm-hmm. Eleven states. Yeah. I'm cool. Sure so like- yeah, no, we're not getting out anytime soon. Right. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, so I, I like what's the solution? It's herd immunity. It's like the way we got like contained smallpox. It's it's the disease doesn't go away. You just don't give anything to feed on, right? So if there are enough of us, like if the anti-vaxxers die out, like maybe either physically or the philosophy thereof, uh, if that that's eliminated, and we can be so be in a way that the the spreading of it is so infrequent that's that's pretty damn good we can live normal life like that um but we'll see it'll just become another one of the shots you get as a kid um yeah it's just gonna take some time for the the medical tech and the research to get to the point where we can put a long-term shot in somebody yeah uh it's a it's a frustrating thing like you said, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a long process before we're completely able to go back to normal again. And lifting restrictions right now, I think that's going to spread shit even more, and, and we're going to be back in the house. <laughs> back? I'm not leaving. I, I got my first shot. I get my second one two weeks from now. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate that I'm, you know, I'm an educator. So I have, like, I had second priority which right. is you know that's a blessing our but, our current state the state of maine they originally mm-hmm. had it as um essentials like as the tiers tiered essentials and then they decided that uh no we don't like that system so we're just going to go by age so <laughs> like uh yeah so like we're due for our we're available for our vaccine in june <laughs> really yeah it's going to take that long so uh. <laughs> the president announced yesterday that uh, the aim of the, the his administration to get everyone vaccinated by May. So yeah. that might be changing. Maybe. Yeah, we'll but see. Who knows? You know, we'll see. It Maine is, is Maine. Biden, so yeah. that's awesome. Maine is Maine. Yeah. You know, yeah, the president now is a, is a person, not, not a cartoon <laughs> character. So that's some kind of improvement, progress of a kind. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit anyways. But yeah, still, I'm not celebrating, person. right? It's just <laughs> like, cool, this person's human. Let's let's maybe someday get a, a good human in there, a good, healthy, <laughs> good, healthy, not good man. Like, yeah. I just want Joe Biden to talk a little faster. It stresses me out. Uh, I I don't think there's the processing power. It's done. Yeah. It's like an old, you know, there's those old laptops. You turn it on and you have to wait 15 minutes for it to like, oh, yeah, Boot I'm a computer. Yeah. I'm a computer. Like <laughs> that's, just, that's what's going on in his gray material. I, yeah. I haven't had a computer. <laughs> I, we, Carmen was in school, so we bought a laptop. I haven't had like an actual like computer in uh, that I used for over 10 years. So the fact that this thing, you just hit a button and then like it, it turns on, like I'm dumbfounded by it. Like, how's it so quick? Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> like, like right. what's it doing so fast like that? Like typically because Amazing. you got the hourglass and you're looking at it and you're like, okay. And then you got to do all uh-huh. the stuff to get it going. And then, uh, that's what I'm used to, but this thing just goes right. and it does everything. And it's crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I totally remember those days too, you know? Uh, machines run off floppy drives like that was that was an amazing thing yeah. you could like turn the machine off and put a new program into it yeah like it's like wow it does more than one thing that's amazing <laughs> um yeah now like totally spoiled i built the machine i'm using right now and like my boot time is three seconds wow like the f- everything up from like pressing the button to it running anything uh-huh. it's amazing it's amazing but like whatever world yeah compared computer time yeah. most people now go like uh it didn't turn on it didn't do exactly what i wanted the moment i wanted it right something's yeah. wrong How, like, something's okay. wrong with it i gotta cool. take it to the geek squad. 
I went to cool, Best Buy the other day, and they had build your own build your own um, deck of card computer, and it's just like this little like thing, and like it's seriously like the size of a deck of cards, and it's a okay. whole computer in it. And I'm like, man, like I remember when my 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 parents bought like the, their first tower, and I was like, wow, that's that's amazing. It's like it's it's tall it's not flat and you don't put the monitor on it like <laughs> i like how um how human of uh you're so as us as humans we get used to things where uh finally we have these tower computers right and then we decide well we don't have to put the monitor on the computer what we're going to do is we're going to build this thing that's the same size of what the computer used to be and then put the monitor on top of that <laughs> right like a, like a little like level thing because uh -huh. because that's what we're used to we're used to a, the monitor being here not here so uh now that the tower is down below we're gonna put this little like shelf here and then we'll put the monitor on top of that that's the same size of what a computer used to be and what now computers are again right, right. yeah the, the tower the tower that your parents got is not nearly as powerful as the little shelf things they sell by the billions exactly at this yeah. point yeah <laughs> yeah, that that Raspberry that Raspberry Pi deck of cards computer. I got one of those plugged into my uh, my router, and it watches all the ads for me, so I don't have to watch ads. It's great. Oh man, you don't you don't uh, uh, get miss them? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't understand how anyone would. Like, that is so foreign to me that like you want to get you know brainwashed recursively brainwashed well, yeah 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 like, <laughs> i do not identify like i do not, I, I know i understand that's a thing right cool i'm really glad you and those people get utility from it <laughs> for me it's just a reminder that i all i am to somebody is an opportunity to like scam yeah i just like that experience of humanity uh this is a person and he is our audience and we will try to sell him something and by I, I'm okay with ads. You're okay with it? Yep. For some, yeah, sometimes they have like um, puppy ads and things like that. I like those. You like to look at the dogs. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's oh, some yeah. little yeah, ones that's right. that There's I don't some, want. It's it YouTube. Yeah. You can type dog and have a great time. Yeah. yeah but I want. And no be one's going to try to sell you a diaper. <laughs> I want to be surprised by it. I want to be watching a show and oh, then okay, an ad okay. pops up and I just see beautiful puppies. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes it's cool. Okay. They're not all bad. Like I get exactly what you're saying, but once in a while. I think it breaks up the monotony sometimes. Uh, so we're basically like streaming. We don't like watch any like live television or anything. Like we just right. stream everything. We don't have like the capacity to eat. I don't even know how to get a local channel. And uh, Will, oh. you remember Will. Uh, I love Will. He'll, I miss him so bad. <laughs> he'll, he'll tell me, he'll be like, oh, did you see this commercial like this? Or like he'll reference it. I'll be like, I don't watch television like i don't i don't watch like live tv i don't know what you're talking about he's like you've never seen it <laughs> like just the the idea of of me not like seeing that he's like oh i don't get it and i was like i'm, I'm stream only dude like <laughs> we're in the future man like <laughs> uh, to be fair that's that's kind of was something we did as a group when we're all pro like proximal Sure. We'd watch Jeopardy and uh, Jeopardy uh, and Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. yeah. Like that's a thing. <laughs> like <clears throat> um, whenever we all live together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, literal neighbors. The uh, <laughs> the the funny thing about that, like I I think about uh, us being together a lot. So um, we actually had this conversation fairly recently. Like um, why? No, not with Barnsley. I think I think I was, I was a conversation with myself. Like, why oh. do? <laughs> why, yeah, yes, I, I the royal we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was talking to myself, and I was like, "Why do we have uh, guests a lot of the time that are people that you know we lived on Catalina with? Well, they're the people that we lived with, and they're people that we shared like this moment of time that was so um, simple." And also, like, you saw every aspect of the person, you know, like, there, there's not really so much you too much you can hide 
because you you wake up, you see the person, you eat with the person, you go to sleep uh, maybe with the person, and <laughs> you know it, it's just kind of that, that that's what it is, and it, it's like you know those people so well, um, even though like uh, they are, I don't know, not not a stranger, but just a a, a uh, what's the word. Well, you met some people there, and you guys became really good friends and more than coworkers. Sure, yeah. So yeah, that's that's just that. what it comes down to. Um, I know for me, like I've had, um, I've had Haley on. I met her on the island. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of my friends, first off, they don't wake up early enough to do a podcast. <laughs> so you got like you have a limited amount of people that are willing to actually take an hour out of their day, be still, and do the podcast. So. I think yeah, I think selection is also part of it. Yeah, I I, w- I would say so. Um, but uh, to that effect, uh, yeah, we we lived together, and it was kind of um, you had to be uh, a little malleable to to yeah. be with okay. those people, right? So um, you know, last time you were on, you're like uh, you said, you know, you didn't you didn't hang out with us so much as you were more of mm-hmm. like a program set. You'd go over to the lodge and hang out there. Um, yeah. Just like the vibes were better there, you know, like f- for you and like just. They're a lot nerdier. And right. that seems to be where I feel comfortable. Car- Carmen, <laughs> Carmen likes to say that uh, the people that we like, like the Wills and the Myselfs and the Benzos yeah. and the Tom. Well, I love all y'all. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all but Benzo, we're, man. we're a little fraddish. <laughs> You know, like uh, just kind of, <laughs> kind of like a, a jockster, fucking, just you know. Yeah, you ugh, gross, are... gross, gross, gross. Good men. old boys, bro. Yeah, good, like... gross men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are like I don't know. You guys have that um that alpha male fucking pack shit, mentality. That pack and... mentality where mm-hmm. like if you're not cool, you guys are probably gonna pick on that person. Yeah, or talk about them or out just a the, bit. the person that don't fit in. <laughs> oh, I'm Pawnee too. Yeah, oh yeah, Ponson, Yeah, <laughs> Pawnee Dragonfoot. You know, he he lives a couple <laughs> hours from us. Um. And he was. She moved out there. Yeah, he's in Boston. And the funny thing is, oh, no a couple shit. a couple years ago, I saw a Facebook post, and he was here in town. Like, <laughs> and I was like, uh, I I sent him. I was like, Oh, you're here. He was literally like five minutes like down the street, a walk, a stroll away. And I was like, Oh, meet up. You know, like why not? Well, yeah. And he's like, Yeah, let's do it. And then I. I backed out on him because I realized oh, buddy. <laughs> I, I feel bad, uh, but you know, uh, it came to the realization that I was going to have to spend some time talking to Pawnee and I don't know what I, what I would talk to him about in the first place. <laughs> like, like I'd be like, yeah. because I didn't know him to begin with. Right. Like, nobody did. <laughs> nobody did like, because he, he just the... hung out by himself. Yeah. <laughs> he was what always is, like yeah. in his room watching Lost. So <laughs> is that what he was doing? I didn't even bother. Yeah. Just like, yeah. He watched cool. the complete series of Lost. And I remember <laughs> um, <clears throat> he was supposed to get he, he word came down that a man was going to get fired. And uh, because his background check came uh, came back and it was uh, he had some criminal records on there and he was he was going to get fired. And it wasn't Pawnee. It was another guy. His last name was Ponce. And he had to get let go. But they told Pawnee he was fired. And then, like, he went up to his room. Five minutes later, he had his bag and he was ready to go. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, no, not you. This other guy. <laughs> so, I don't remember did, that He at didn't all. question Pawns? it. He didn't question it. Like, oh, I don't actually have a criminal record. Why are they No, he was, like, he was like, oh, no, I'm, I, right. I, I'm out. This Pawnee. Is, Pawnee was Pawnee. That's just the way that he yeah. was. Like, <laughs> he was I'll literally save like I literally saved that dude's life and he didn't recognize it. What happened? <laughs> he was getting pulled into the wood chipper. No way. Uh, yeah, his shirt got caught. He was like, <laughs> oh, and I was like, what the <laughs> and slammed oh, the bar man. out and I was like, bro. <laughs> like, you gotta have a little bit like a little more and he was just like, What? Yeah, what? Like, like, you don't you okay. I tried to like I couldn't formulate how to communicate like it you didn't if I wasn't looking, you could have gotten sucked up and died. Right. Like yeah. you we died. Not like how <laughs> that hurts. Die. Right. <laughs> like 
man. And to shut off a wood chipper, all you have to do is hit the bar. But Pawnee is yeah, that type bar, of dude. That's the like, bar's literally just in case you're falling, you can slam it. Yeah, you, you, you hit it. it out. <laughs> but Pawnee's like, oh. Huh? <laughs> I can totally oh, see it. Bro. Oh, man. Man, I hated that experience. <laughs> wood, wood chipping sucks. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, he might have to do a job like housekeeping or something. If <laughs> I believe he's a waiter now. Yeah, something something a little simpler. <laughs> yeah, low stress. Yeah. Low. Yeah. <laughs> something you don't need a degree for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Um, I wanted to speak about the whole... Um, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry situation. Have you heard anything about what's going on with them? Uh, they got married, right? They're married. Yeah, they have a kid, and cool. um, pretty much, uh, they just pretty much got kicked out of the royal family, and they took security away from him, and they took the title away from him and the child. Uh, well, he's no longer a prince. Nope. He, they took his title away, and they took the title mm-hmm. from his kid. They kicked him out, and he has. They took security away, and um, yeah, pretty much his wife doesn't want to uh, conform. I guess. I mean, so what what does good. His, yeah what what does his wife do? What is what is his wife? She used Who to is be, this woman? She used to be an actress, but she was like this low level actress. She was did she a in couple Step Up to roles. the she, Streets? I don't think so. <laughs> no, what was she in? No, I the, the thing I know her from is from Suits. Did you ever watch Suits? No. She was in a couple right. little little roles, but she she's uh, really hot in suits. What what's the the but star have, of suits name? His black. name's like Alessandro. I honestly don't even know the human's name. The human. uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure his character name was Harvey. Oh, okay. So what what is he like? A scammer, con con man? In suits? no, he's uh, he's he's a really arrogant uh, lawyer and very good at what they called closing which oh. is always be closing yeah. always abc always be closing <laughs> so okay so this megan miracle what's her name megan markle markle she's yeah. she's in suits yeah she was like a she caught henry's D-list eye actress i would D-list? say maybe okay. dc lister she wasn't she was in a couple little things okay and yeah they got together they uh, got married they had a mm-hmm. a little child Mm-hmm. And their child is mixed, obviously, and I don't think that mm-hmm. the royals are feeling that. Uh-huh. They, they don't. They don't want anything mixed up like that. Like I've been avoiding it because I've been so busy. But apparently, the interview they did with Oprah is very damning of the royal family and royal structure. Yeah, it's pretty bad, actually. They they talk about it, and pretty much the problem is they did not like the fact that he married a black woman. Mm-hmm. And then they just had a child. Now you're mixing up the royal blood, mm-hmm. so you got to get the fuck out. You got to get. But he was always like the. It, it's the younger brother, right? Yeah. He was always like the the problem child anyway. Like I remember whenever uh, Henry, his name's How? Henry, and what William, like like William was. Oh, shit. Yeah, he was like the good guy. <laughs> That's true. Um, he was like the William was like the good guy, and then like Henry was like always partying and stuff. So he's always been like the 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 bad boy, right? The most human among them. <laughs> yeah, right. Also, that's that's the thing is like this guy who is who didn't drink from the like that despite his inbred nature hasn't succumbed to like backwards thinking. Right. Like realize that he's you know uh, a living like a, a person doomed for death. Uh, found attraction with a. Uh, uh, a legitimate human being and made a life with her. Uh, they had a child and they have, they have a child. Like the fact that like the Royal family is clinging to like this, like moral barbarism is, is how is horrendous and really telling of like the, the uselessness of their institution. Like they shouldn't exist. They shouldn't have power. They shouldn't have land. Right. Um, at this point, they're just like a figurehead anyway, you know, like it's just a very, ex- a very expensive it- one that now has the ability to say that, like, reinforce, you know, the values of white supremacy. That is really bad. Sure. Yeah. It's like yeah. inexcusably uh, horrendous. Would you say that that's an 
overstated uh, example of what they're doing or understated? Would you say that they are blatantly being semi-racist or uh, outright racist? Or? It's not semi. <laughs> um, if well, I mean, if they're if 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 the, if the phrase is that they really think that they've like damaged the blood mm-hmm. because she's black. Right. Yeah. That's not semi. That's not little. That's <laughs> full blown. Your, 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 your morally corrupt racism. Right. That's there, and it's inexcusable in the, in the in any century, right? Much less when I live in. Right. Uh, like. I mean, that's no. how it's been forever. That's been of course. I mean, yeah, you know it's I mean? the history so it's not of, like of they're, Europe. Right. They're not doing anything different. They're doing the same thing. It's just the world is starting to open their eyes to it now. Yeah. The the everyday people have less and less tolerance and patience for that crap. Oh my God. Right? They're, they're so mad at that, that boy. They're like, you didn't came, you didn't fucking brought this girl in here. Now everybody talking shit about us. Like, <laughs> Oh my fucking God. He annoying. <laughs> you got, you got the voice of the people, Oprah herself talking about us. <laughs> and they paid $7 million yeah. for that interview. The, the, how do they have money? If they got, I guess there's that part of like, We'll give you money to, if you take. Well, he's worth. We, they have to take your title. He's worth thirty million dollars. So that's whatever. What, is, what does that mean? Does can he cash part of himself out? Yeah, like, right. Like, I don't know. Like, what does it mean to be worth thirty million dollars? Like, do you have those assets, like yeah. liquid, that you can buy an uh, Oprah interview for? <laughs> and the fact that like Oprah like heard that there's like a like a story about like a the the most powerful family in Europe being like unapologetically racist and she goes like oh man this would be a great story how much you gonna pay me how much you gonna pay me for it yeah like oprah man like (laughs) like, come on i'll put it on my everyone listens to you i'll put it on own oprah Oprah winfrey network she can't pass that because if oprah didn't do it who was gonna do it gail gail who's gonna get it somebody else is gonna get it oprah like i take that seven million even though oprah has so much i mean honestly like uh what's his face that does the daily show now would have done it john oliver would have done it Anybody, like this yeah. is a huge that's a huge story like clearly this this thing is still tracking right uh yeah whomever pulled that would have done very well for themselves yeah uh, but it being oprah comes with kind of like like it's sort of like american um sacredness to it because it's fucking oprah right uh and so maybe that's what seven million dollars is worth like if it was somebody else, they would question the integrity of the interview. But because it's Oprah, if you dare question her, like all of America is coming after you. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I feel yeah, like Oprah, Oprah wants man. it all. Oprah wants all the money. She already, what is she? She worth like over a billion dollars already. Yeah. She wants yeah. everything. I take that little seven million. Take seven, <laughs> that seven million and I'm going to get Stedman some ice cream. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Two scoops. <laughs> two scoops. <laughs> don't, Edmund, don't go crazy. Edmund, you can get two scoops today, okay? <laughs> but yeah, like it's it's like I'm I'm Poor Stedman. <laughs> no, I was thinking poor Megan. Like Yeah. Like I mean, being... but at the same time, this is the this is the most famous she's been in her goddamn life. She did come Will ever up. Be. Will yeah. ever be, I mean, absolutely. Like, so girl, don't try to I, I don't think she married for fame me. though, right? That would be if I mean, that comes out later, like I that's mean, fuck, that's if, gross. If a prince or or if a princess, for example, wanted to date you, even if she was a little bit ugly, you would be like, "All right, it is a princess nah, of such and nah, such." No, like I'm, I maybe for most people, but like I'm a really bad example of that. If I can't be in a room with you, I'm not gonna date you. Like sleep with you, maybe, but like date you, marry you. But I Hell think the no. majority like of like people, you. I have to be stoked what? on you. <laughs> and like, I don't care what your title is. I don't care how much money you got. Like, I think the majority cool, of people be... absolutely looks for things like that. The majority of people are not going to pass up that. an opportunity to be, to be in a family where you're royalty. Like most people are not going to pass up the opportunity. So whether she did it for love or for fame or whatever, she's the most famous that she'll ever be in her career. So say yeah. thank you, bitch. She saw Prince William and she said, this will get me more likes than suits. <laughs> and she was, she was naked in suits. Oh, like, got to get a Google search and then clear the history. It's, it's on uh, it's on uh, Amazon prime. You don't even need to work that hard. Oh, well, like, there we go. <laughs> 
Yeah. I got to get a Google search, then clear it. Shut up. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. So basically, um, yeah, who, you know, uh, honestly, like, does it doesn't really matter, right? It's just like drama made from people that have more uh everything than we do so like what what difference does it make right i I think it it matters that despite the progress we've made in uh in like culture right right that race relations and yeah yeah. uh yeah and just treating people humanely (laughs) that uh the most powerful entity in that country is able to get away with like excommunicating a person because of the color of the skin of their partner and their child. Right. Like that's, it's unforgivable. Mm -hmm. Like, and not to be like dramatic or anything. That's just like, I feel like that's baseline humanity, baseline morals. Like that's unacceptable. If somebody did that near me, I don't like, it doesn't matter what their office is. doesn't matter. Like how much money they got. That's, that is, you need to like boo them and middle finger them and make sure that their life is as hard as possible. Right. I mean, I think me and Kirk, me and Kirk talked about this yesterday, actually. And what I was telling him is I don't, I mean, I don't get upset at people who, how old is the queen? She's fucking in her eighties, nineties, probably like Mm -hmm. she's a fucking old lady. She comes from a different era. She was raised differently. She has different beliefs. I tell Kirk all the time, I don't get upset at older people who are in their 80s or whatever. If they are racist, it's kind of hard to change how they feel at that point. Like, I have older people in my family, and they're not racist, but they're so stuck in their ways and how they see things. There's no way you're going to change that. So it's one of those things where, yeah, the family is uh, moving into the spotlight and they're around celebrities and things like that more with the younger kids especially but the queen the person who is the figurehead she is an old lady who's stuck in her ways and i don't see that ever changing i think that's totally fair um but like i think them being excommunicated wasn't like the queen's private directive it was the whole family which is full of people that are Meghan markle's contemporaries and so they're looking at her and their child and going you're lesser than us right because of this color of your skin right that's that's the part that's and that the the government uh can't impose upon the royal family like the people can't voice to their to their rulers they're gonna do what they want to do well it's because they have um because god allows them to be in charge of britain and in charge (laughs) of the the church of england yeah like that's that's they, that's where they derive their power from, and no one's challenging it because it's been a very convenient way to get tourism from Americans for a couple centuries now. Um, but I, I don't think the institution is is long for this world. Like they're gonna like this is a pretty easy like thing to go up and be like for all of, like non-white Britons be like y'all don't deserve to rule over anybody. You, you don't represent us. You don't represent our values. You are antiquated uh, and need to go and need to belong in history alone. But we'll see if they do that. They <laughs> may they, also they, they may also feel like, why are Americans in our fucking business anyway? Sure. Yeah. Stay over there. Why are y'all worried about what we're doing over here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what are you guys doing? Why is Oprah talking about us? Yeah, we see yeah. it from our lens on this side of the right, pond but um, how they feel there. yeah like uh, do they are they being like oh well blah, blah. i remember uh there was a wedding i was in los angeles there was a wedding in um 2011 and i was in los angeles and there was a i can't remember who got married but it was a big deal and there is a guy outside of a uh there's a guy outside of a convenience store and somebody and he was a british man and somebody asked him uh what he thought about the wedding and he said he said he didn't give a fuck about the wedding you know like it's kind of like do they really care does people do people really care or is it us looking at it like oh i can't believe that like like we don't actually know what another country thinks of those figureheads right like we're looking at it from our perspective and what we see 
So we only have statistics, right? Yeah. Right. And we could look those up. But. <laughs> Who has time for that? <laughs> uh, nerds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what I spent my life doing. Um, yeah, I, I like. Even if the people are okay with it, that's it's it's still incredulous. It's still horrible. So I don't know. In, in my quarant in my quarantine alone time, I've lost a lot of patience for that kind of mm-hmm. behavior and communication. Yeah, and so absolutely. Um, well, yeah, like one of the, one of the first like crazy things that happened while we were forced to stay home and not work is that we, you know, we, we had, uh, race movements and that's, it says a lot that the moment you let us not have to go to work, this yeah. is what, like, well, this is what we want, right. Still killing people mm-hmm. because of the color of their skin. And, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of us have just no patience anymore. Um, we've, we've had, uh, this past year we've had, um, yeah, movements, race movements, and also like we've had a president who you know was outrightly racist, right? Yeah, uh, absolutely. And so we we have become uh, in this this time really sensitive and very um, outraged by the way that people uh, act towards other people, you know, not it, yeah. and making people think that it's okay and that's kind of a carryover of what we're seeing there like uh they they think that it's okay that you know you can shut these people out and and us as america have well 50 percent of the country at least has had you know yeah. an, enough of it you know so it's kind of yeah. just you know it is what it is <laughs> well, yeah I, and yeah Go i don't ahead. know i think it's um I think you're right. I think people have plenty of time to focus on things like that now. Where typically you go, you, you're so occupied with the things you do from day to day that you kind of don't pay attention to something that's happening to uh, someone that's not in your family or not a friend of yours. But being able to sit here and hear about it, yeah, now people's all into it. Yeah. I, yeah. There's... I don't want to talk about like my struggles in it because my struggles don't matter. I've never had that kind of oppression in my life. Uh, um, nevertheless, uh, uh, I find myself struggling to communicate. So it's not like a political struggle. It's not a financial struggle. It's an emotional struggle on like how to express my beliefs and my thoughts and um, in a way that doesn't take a voice from somebody else um as people of my demographic are irrationally given a lot of room to speak and be heard um and so trying to leverage my privilege in a way that makes voices that i listen to louder is is what I'm trying to figure out how to do. Uh, the, the the problem is I don't talk to lots of people anymore. I don't have platforms. Like right. the last time I like last time between we spoke, I maybe have talked to a total of twelve people. Right. I'm, I'm mostly doing mathematics. Um, you talk to uh, the numbers. Yeah, well, they yell at me and I cry. <laughs> this okay. is really our relationship. Um, I'm reading a lot of Greek mm-hmm. for you know, reasons. Um, nevertheless, like these, when I have conversations with people, it, it inevitably, it, wow, that's a weird try in, at that word. Inevitably. It inevitably goes <laughs> uh, these topics because these are the things that, these are the things that matter. Right. Um, and these are the things I think about when I'm not doing work um, and trying to identify my own, the, the racism I've inherited uh, being a, a person, you know, a person of no color. I don't think that's an actual phrase. Uh, being a white person, being a, being a, uh, a person with a penis, um, like trying to figure out the unintended biases that still exist and address them and 
uh, progress past them right so that i don't continue those behaviors uh, and then using again like opportunities to be heard to have no patience and no tolerance and no leeway for any of the garbage that the people who look like me and were in government or still are in government mm-hmm. right Trump didn't get impeached. They're still in government. <laughs> right. uh, um, clearly. I mean, they're also in the blue team too. It's just, they don't speak up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so trying, trying to use my voice to call out people in my community about th- their horrible shit. Mm-hmm. So um, it's struggling. It's, it's, it's trying to figure out how to do that is is complicated uh i'm not good at it yet clearly i'm still talking with a lot of doubt in my voice (laughs) um no confidence really uh but um my aim is to become an educator to to um to do mathematics to to specifically statistics and use the learning of statistics to demonstrate to the students with evidence the injustices suffered by people who don't look like me. Right. Uh, and essentially be able to stomp out anybody's um, bad, wrong opinion mm-hmm. that like, uh, like I believe in reverse racism or beliefs in um, thinking that the wage gap is uh, not a thing. Right. Um, you know, thinking that police, like the claim that like police kill more white people than they do black people. Like, and being able to just like, excuse me, you idiot and <laughs> fucking horrendous person. No, if you continue to think that you will not pass this class. Yeah, like, you know, that there will be on the test. This is here's the problem set. Figure out what the conclusion says, like figure out what the math says, draw the correct conclusion. Uh-huh. If you cannot do so, if you're if your politics and your um, backwater principles get in the way of doing it. You will not get credit for being here. <laughs> you need to learn that you're wrong, right? And why? <clears throat> so that's that's the goal: is to have that classroom and be able to like punch at those motherfuckers from academia. That's going to be great. <laughs> you know, there's the the old saying: the numbers don't lie. You know, so, no. I mean, like statisticians do, but. I'm going to show you how (laughs) this is how you bullshit. Here's the, here's the, here's the proper way to bullshit. Uh Uh, I'll catch you and I will hunt you down. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's pretty crazy. That's awesome. Well, we're about to wrap up. We're sitting on an hour, Alex. Can you believe that we've been here this already? Time? Yeah, we're at an hour and Damn. two minutes. Um, so let's lighten up just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, so I I like to um, whenever I'm at home and it's late at night and I've I've had some uh, libations and uh, mm-hmm. I like to watch David Byrne America utopia on uh hbo currently carmen does does not dig this so much i also like (laughs) i also like watching the talking heads um uh uh stop Stop making making sense sense. yeah i love it Mm -hmm. whenever he's in that big suit and he's dancing around oh yeah i got a girlfriend she's better than that i love it carmen again uh not so much so can you give me a nice concert movie that i can watch and maybe carmen will enjoy it with me uh so um i don't remember the name of it but i know there's a recording of like the mothership connection oh really uh, live performance um little and parliament the reason that i think of that one first is there's a musician that it's in that one that is also in stop making sense do you know who it is just no curious if you uh, Bernie Worrell is the uh, the keyboardist okay. for P Funk, and he is also the keyboardist uh, for quite a few uh, Talking Heads records. Nice. Uh, yeah. So all the cool stuff that they made, a lot of it is like him. He's he's a he was a genius. I got to I got to see him before he passed. Oh, um, that's great. But I... he's 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 the guy dropping acid and playing Mozart. <laughs> it's, it's, 
is the way George described him. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Justin Bieber has a concert movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got to check Jonas out the Jonas Brothers. Brothers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> too, so. I'm pretty sure that's, the Jonas Brothers. That's what you're going to make. We can't watch this. Uh, we got a concert Yeah, you also have, Kirk. You have some traits. Um, <laughs> I, I bet Judas Priest just on the like theatrics is worth your time. Uh-huh. Um, Honestly, the stop making sets one—that's my favorite. It's so of all good. Time. It's a, it's I a, just, it's amazing. Like yeah, he comes out and I he's really got like the the people. boom box, you know, mm-hmm. at the beginning, and then he's just playing his guitar. It, this, yeah, yeah, it's great. The whole and then it slowly as the movie goes on, more and more of the band comes out, and oh man, it's it's just an awesome. It's it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one one that I also enjoy is. Uh, Shut up and play the hits. Uh, LCD sound system. I haven't seen that one. Oh, it's. But I it's, imagine that's pretty good. It's pretty good. There's some interviews in there, um, uh, where the the main dude is doing some interviews with uh, the writer of uh, Sex, Drugs, and Cocoa Puffs. I can't remember what what the right. author's name is, but awesome, great. It's on Hulu. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, that sounds fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh. There's the, it's not really like a concert show, but there's, um, man, I'm really bad at remembering names, okay. uh, but there's a documentary on the Funk Brothers mm-hmm. who were the, the backing band for uh, Motown Records and like just going through that history visually, um, the visual storytelling of it is really, really powerful. Uh, learning how these guys crank, cranked out like hundreds of your favorite songs. They wrote them, they arranged them, they played them, right. and they didn't see any money for it. Right. Uh, that one's really dope. Just studio. We're here making the hits. Yeah, we're the band. Yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> the first person that gave them credit was uh, Marvin Gaye on the What's Going I'm pretty sure it's the What's Going On record. Mm-hmm. That was the first time that like they listed the band out. Right. Um, so up and so before what's going what's going on like i mean these are the guys that taught stevie wonder how to play the piano and the drums like when he was a, a tiny tiny human mm-hmm. they're an integral part of american history right um so they don't have like a concert oh you know what? there's the what's going on thing the what's go- the marvin gay plays what's going on live record uh that's probably a good one yeah. all the out Al- so yeah if you're gonna watch good ones go back to the 70s al green's got a dope <laughs> one yeah um yeah. Are you down for that? Bunch. I don't mind. After Justin Bieber and the Jonas Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I think this is uh, the end of the podcast. It was really nice talking to you, Alex. Likewise. This was, it was yeah. a great podcast. You're really smart. <laughs> oh, thank you. I think. Well, if uh, anybody. Yeah, was, I love this. This is fun. If anybody have any questions or suggestions, please email us at sweetgravypod at gmail.com. Also, you can check us out on YouTube and all the other streaming platforms. Awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Alex, I'm going to turn off the... Oh, stop recording.